0: In many parts of the West, areas that are now houses and schools and shopping centers were once oil and gas fields. There's little in the way of a visible legacy, but hidden underground, there are hundreds of thousands of abandoned wells. An Inside Energy investigation has discovered that in many communities, new development is happening on top of those old wells. For Inside Energy, Wyoming
1: Public Radio's Stephanie Joyce reports. Jeff Parsek lives in a subdivision on the south side of Fort Collins, Colorado, in a large suburban house right across the street from an elementary school. So when I told him that state records show there's an abandoned oil and gas well underneath his driveway, it came as a surprise. Bought the house in 2004 and haven't had any concerns about oil wells or anything else. Other homeowners responded to similar news about abandoned wells on their property with curses and slammed doors. One yelled, thanks for ruining my afternoon. But when I asked Parsec if the news worried him. It really doesn't. If it started to emit something, then I might. But to this point, I'm not concerned. But maybe he should be.
0: From a public safety perspective, even a slow leak into a building can create an accumulation in the building and then cause uh, an explosion hazard.
1: That's Teresa Watson, an engineering consultant and former energy regulator in the Canadian province of Alberta. Watson is quick to point out that there is a very, very small risk of an abandoned well causing an explosion. But it does happen. If a well isn't properly sealed, methane gas can travel up it and accumulate in confined spaces, like, say, a basement. Houses built on old wells have exploded as recently as 2007 in Trinidad, Colorado, and 2011 in Bradford, Pennsylvania.
0: I wouldn't move because of it, I don't think. But what I would do is I probably would put a methane monitor in my house.
1: But here's the thing with Jeff Parsec's well. City and state officials admit publicly that they don't actually know where it is. It could be under Parsec's driveway, or his house, or under the elementary school across the street. The well was drilled and abandoned in 1982, but it wasn't until 2005 that Colorado started requiring precise GPS locations for active wells. One way to prevent that kind of uncertainty is to make developers locate wells before anything gets built. That's what Watson recommended for Alberta when she was a regulator. The uh, municipalities have a requirement now
0: to make sure that developers look for them and confirm that there aren't
1: any in the way of their development, or if there are, how they're going to maintain the setback required. The setback being a 15-foot no-build zone around abandoned wells. But similar rules are lacking in most of the U.S. Mark Watson, no relation to the other Watson, is Wyoming's oil and gas supervisor. He says in the last year, several landowners in the city of Gillette, and even the Campbell County government, have called.
0: But we suggested to them, say it's probably not a good idea to. Puts your building on top of an abandoned well.
1: But the state says it doesn't have any jurisdiction over development near wells. And neither the city nor the county has any prohibition on it either. So ultimately, the judgment call lies with the landowner or developer. The same is true for most municipalities in the region. Broomfield, Colorado is one exception. They've had a law in place for 15 years. Anna Bertanzetti is Broomfield's principal planner. We would require that the developer or the property owner dedicate an easement over the well site, the former well site. It has to be at least 50 feet wide by 100 feet long and have access to a public roadway. The idea is to leave room so that if the well ever leaks and needs to be fixed, a rig can access it. In addition to the dedicated easement, Broomfield requires property owners within 200 feet of the well to be notified. Bertensetti says since local governments in the region are paying so much attention to new oil and gas development, it's common sense to look at the old, too. I think it's appropriate. And some places are starting to do that. In 2013, Fort Collins adopted rules requiring a 350-foot buffer between new housing development and old wells. Longmont and Weld County also have setbacks of 150 feet and 25 feet, respectively. But there are plenty of other places that don't have rules. Even though an inside energy data analysis shows between 1990 and 2010, population doubled in Colorado neighborhoods near abandoned wells. The patchwork of rules also means neighbors can be governed by different standards. Recently, just outside Fort Collins city limits in Larimer County, where there are no setback or disclosure regulations, Inside Energy data journalist Jordan Wirfs-Brock and I went looking for an abandoned well in a snowy field. There were no markers noting the presence of a well, but there was a big flat spot. definitely like, this was a well site. If you didn't know what you were looking for, you'd look at this and go, oh, this is a really nice flat area for me to build my house. (laughs) And as ill-advised as it may be, in many parts of Colorado and Wyoming, there would be nothing stopping someone from doing just that. For Inside Energy, I'm Stephanie Joyce. To find out
0: more about where abandoned wells intersect with development in Wyoming and Colorado, including an interactive map, visit our website, insideenergy.org.